Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Welcome to Natural Night, a podcast about eight seasons in a row. I'm Lisa Fernandes and... I am Chris Jarwardna. Hello. And we are reviewing Take My Plants, Please, an episode from season three of Laverne Shirley. Directed by Alan Rafkin and written by Mark Sotkin. And I bet you get facts about both of them, don't you, Chris? I do. Uh, for Mark Sotkin, he was, uh, he was primarily was a, um, oh gosh, he did like a producing kind of role. For, I'll just stick to the main facts I have written down here, which is that he, this was his second teleplay credit for the season with uh, nine more episodes to go for the whole series. And uh, this guy ended up actually seeing things through to the end in 1983. So way to go, Mark. Um, at least on my understa- based on my understanding. But he would later work on uh, shows such as Charles in Charge, It's a Living, which he was also a producer on, and The Golden Girls. So good oh. for you, Mark. And uh, as for Alan Rafkin, every time we do one of these, I keep saying, what are we going to do next? What else can I say? You know, he did some episodes of MASH. Yeah, he did. Oh. That's, a, that's, a, that's a thing that happened. So that's, a, that's what we got for today. <laughs> Hey, it's still something. It's better than nothing at all. It's still a factoid, and it still happened, and it's still true. And this is what the episode is about. When the girls' section is laid out from shots, once again, Laverne's happy with collecting unemployment and resting for a week, while active Annie Shirley decides to ambitiously parlay her time into becoming an entrepreneur. Getting plants through Carmine, she starts selling them out of the building. Unfortunately, the girls are lousy sellers, leaving them in hock to the mongoish Rudy. A brute who cracks pots against his forehead when he's upset. The girls try to sell plants at a nearby building filled with, well, crack pots. Well, Shirley's practice techniques seem to be for naught. Will they avoid getting brutalized by Rudy? And if they do, will they have any money left? Meanwhile, the boys parlay their own layoff into working on an invention. The world's first combination electric toothbrush and radio, which produces predictably painful results. What do you think of this one? Well, my opinion was that in terms of invention exchanges, you can't have an invention exchange without the girls having their own invention. So truly, to be hoity-toity about it, it truly was a failure as a... Oh, wait, this is not Mr. Science Theater 3000. No, it's fine. Never mind. Thank you, Never Tom mind. Servo. Okay. Um, but uh, I enjoyed this one. It wasn't a massive favorite. I think part of this is that I have... I almost proudly have PTSD from the like week and a half I did of door-to-door sales, so... So I have I have history with this. And to be honest, that I found it hilarious that the technique that Laverne uses at the end, the, you know, just get the sale no matter what, yep. um, constant enthusiasm, enthusiasm, that's pretty much how I was trained. Yep. It's it's basically, uh, it's practically an MLM, the way it works. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's a, but it's a company that gets hired by groups. And so anyway, yeah, so I, I had memories of that. But anyway, that's the episode. Um, yeah. There's a lot of gags I liked. Um yeah. There were bits of this that I liked. It doesn't. It doesn't feel super cohesive because it becomes yeah. very much like kind of like almost like skits, like a series of skits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it was. Uh, but overall, it's enjoyable. I, I yeah. like the little like character stuff. There's um, there's someone I'm gonna have to mention soon, uh, yes. which is the prostitute. There's the thing. Because because yes. you haven't well you haven't figured out who she is yet, have you? I think I have. But I okay. Let you tell audience. Okay. Um. Let, let me just, let me just, okay, let me drop a clue. It has to do, let me just say that at some point in the late 80s when she was on a spaceship, uh, her Buns of Steel videos got blown up. Yeah. So, she's credited in the episode as Sissy Culpitz, but that's actually Cece Cameron from Space Mutiny. 
That's part of the reason I wanted to make an MC3K yeah. reference. Um, that's that's Mrs. Red Brown, basically. Yes, <laughs> yes. She's a badass. I mean, she did a great job of that movie in her own way. Oh yeah, and no. the two of them are still happily married. The two of them are still happily married. Go down to this to this day. Yeah, you can yeah, find a down. picture from 2010 of them at the premiere for Captain America: The First Avenger because Reb yeah. was in an old Captain America movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cute. They seem perfectly happy and go down. That's what I think of whenever I see them. She is amazing in that part. She is having a heck of a time just playing with Tarts, who is a prostitute and a day worker. Day prostitute, working out of her apartments mm-hmm. with these total strangers. And Laverne's like horrified for once. For once, she's, she's confronted with sex and it's not exactly thrilling. It's just like, oh my God. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is really good. She makes friends fast. Yeah, she makes friends fast. <laughs> God. I love everything about the opening scene. The opening scene is great in this episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, where Shirley's a, just a, railing against opening. the Braves. Yes, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's a perfect opening. It's it's yes. one of the most perfect openings I've seen in the season, to be honest. Yeah. I love Shirley raving against the Braves. Why don't they lay off the Braves? They can't lay off the whole baseball team. It's our American heritage. <laughs> <laughs> just... And then the boys come in with their announcement that they're going to create this great invention. And the girls just like roll their eyes at them. And they go into their lockers. And Laverne has a stuffed puppy. Shirley has Boo Boo Kitty. And Lenny has Jeffrey. Yep. They oh, all I love Jeffrey their... being in there. And, it's, I I, and I love it's almost synchronized when they all pull those animals out too. Yeah. They bring their stuffed comfort animals to work with them. And that's adorable. It is. It really is. And then, of course, of course, we've we've talked about it before. It finally happened. Thanks for the towel, Laverne. Yeah, and it's oh, it's filthy. Uh, the, the combination, the combination of gags here is hilarious. Either Squiggy is just that filthy, or he's just that <laughs> the producer of something. <laughs> <laughs> I will put it classily as I possibly can. I'll put this with full class. And elegance, and believe it that way. My, my, when my mother laughed, I re, when my mother laughed at that bit, my response to her was, "Don't ask." Don't ask. Yeah, don't ask. That's another don't ask gag. That's another. That's another. Don't think about it too hard gag. Yep. As Michael said, they got a lot of crap under the radar when it came to bathroom humor. And this is an example, but jeez, that's borderline not bathroom humor. That's some um, other kind of humor. That's sex yep. the, the only yeah. if it is in that way the only other thing is that they use hair product which doesn't seem to be the case i think they yeah. just have naturally greasy hair because they don't wash it but if they yeah. use any sort of product because i used um i used to have when my hair would get really long i used to use like gels to like keep it like down yeah. basically yeah because i mean because lisa's seen my hair when it goes all poof future yes. may put up a picture of my hair going poof yes. thank you and so what happens is that if you wipe it off with like a not even a paper towel but like a washcloth, it did did end up when it dried, it would get hard, you know. Yeah. Um damn it, phrasing. Um but uh <laughs> too late. Yeah, too but late. No, it's it, but you know, that's the thing though, is that the gel it becomes um, you know, a kind of plasticine or you know, et cetera. Yes. So it it's it it's conceivably it could be that, but I I sincerely doubt that's the case. I figure it's just dirty, filthy, something. I don't know. I I don't know. What the hell could... I mean, God, it couldn't be like beer or something. No, no. Beer would just... Uh, no. No, he was just... Yeah. 
in the shower, which is yep. common. Anyway. Ugh. Anyway, um, so by the way, I'm not on the idea. I have to say about the boys' invention, as you know, as 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 much as it seems like an interesting idea, and I do yeah. know friends of mine now that they uh they they like to listen to music when they're in the bathroom, you know, doing their hygiene yeah. routine, you yeah. know, where they'll bring their phone yeah. in with them, and I'll I'll hear music coming out from the door. It's like, oh, okay, I yeah. guess I guess J-pop in the morning, um, yeah. but. Uh, I don't like the idea of dancing while brushing my teeth, man. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah. that feels like an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. Or dancing in the shower or dancing in the tub. But we do, there are hundreds and hundreds of MP3 players or digital radio services that you can now attach to your shower. Little devices mm-hmm. that exist. So they were kind of ahead of the game. This is an actual invention that now exists in our universe as we speak. And I just hmm. find, yeah, yeah, if you look it up, well, look it up. There are little sh- waterproof clock radios and sh- uh, clock radios and little shower add-ons. You can get, so you can listen to music in the shower or in the tub. Hmm. So, in a way, they were advanced. The boys were forward-thinking. They found their own coming thing. I'm, I'm just trying to imagine them trying to be you know, use what they have. And so they try to make it a mold powered uh, device. So you somehow find a way to synthesize the mold into a Duracell battery. And then that's how you power the device. (laughs) They would do that. They would do that. Let's be real. The boys are not smart in their own way, in their own way, in their own gross way. The boys have their own kind of intelligence. Squiggy's ambitious and he knows how to take scrap parts of things and paste them together. And Lenny has a high emotional IQ. So they have their own That's true. talents. Point. They have their own talents. So I bet you they could actually do that and be successful. But not in this case where they almost electrocute Lenny to death at the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, and not just dies. him. They, yeah, because then they all they all take, get a grab of him until the yeah. point that even uh, even Squiggy grabs uh, uh, I think Shirley sure. or Carmine's leg, yeah. and even he's getting zapped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just got to hope that it's it's sending out enough juice that the battery runs dead fast enough. Yeah. Well, everyone's alive in the next episode, so I'm guessing I'm guessing the battery yeah, runs. Unless out. it's like it's like a it, unless it's like a space dandy issue because that's the thing yeah. that always tripped me up when I first started watching space dandy is they all die at the end of the first episode. Yeah. And then yeah. it comes back next week and it's like, yeah. what happened? Eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like well, uh Lenny has fallen off the roof multiple times as we've addressed. He's, you know, been run over by cars. So, getting electrocuted is kind of nothing to him, in a way. And then they found he has taken shock treatments. So. Mm, that's right. <laughs> that's good thing, too. So, yeah, to him it's not a big deal. But, yeah. Anyway, um, but back on back on track to the episode, yes. the, um, I, I thought it was interesting, the idea of, like, this whole, <laughs> hashtag relatable for us, right? Where we don't don't have a job or we don't we don't have a regular income. And it's like, well, how can we make money? You know, how can we do something? I mean, I love the exchange of we should get paid for what we enjoy doing. I think we get arrested for that. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. That's great. That was great. Uh, There's a bunch of really great little gags leading into the, the, the discovery that Shirley had bought a bunch of plants and was planning on selling these plants like Carmine died. No, I was there at the hot at the nursery with him. Carmine's having a baby. 
No, he has a friend who has a plant nursery. This is our new business. Yep, 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 yep. A lot of great little moments there. Um, you know, the idea that, she, of course, Shirley is the most ambitious person in the room. Of course, she thinks this is a great idea. Of course, she thinks they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's go- she thinks that they're going to be successful and manage to float this over into something great. Mm-hmm. And they do not. <laughs> this is another one of her lead balloons. Yep. Um, poor Laverne's like, I told you, but it doesn't matter. We still tried. That's the continuing theme of the show. It doesn't matter. We tried. Well, what I also love at the end, I mean, this is something that I, I appreciate this uh, message. Let me see if I can get the... Uh... There we go. The lesson learned, you know, it's sort of like, you, and especially I feel this is kind of cool as we've talked about, you know, how there are these progressive and feminist messages that have, you know, run through the show, yeah. even though despite the fact that it can get so, like, I mean, this episode has a domestic violence, you know, gag in the middle that is yeah. like, that at least it pays off well. Um, yeah. But yeesh. it's, but it's still yeesh. Um, yeah. You're not enslaved to the grind. You don't have to remain a certain way. You, I'd love Shirley's takeaway isn't that, yeah. you know, I failed or I did it. I can make it. She can. Yes. And that's yes. that yes. I felt was really significant. In the end, she does not have to say within her social class. She is not glued to being a working class woman. She's not glued to being blue collar. Mm-hmm. That's been her theme throughout the show. This is her character beat, and it will continue to be a thing for her as she gets older, as the series progresses. But this is just one more example of her trying to be ambitious and trying to get along and trying to get more cash in her coffers and doing it through her own willpower and by her own gumption. Exactly. Unfortunately, it fails because she is not selling to the right people and she's not selling in the right place. Yep. Because... This is urban Milwaukee where people don't have enough money in the first place. Of course, they're not going to be able to have money to take care of all these plants. And it's it's also, I mean, when it comes to, like, the meat of the episode and them dealing with the different customers, I mean, obviously there's, you yeah. know, know who your audience is. They find the one guy that likes plants and then do this good cop, bad cop. And it's like he was totally yeah. cool for the two for one. That's $4. That's a $4 sale down the toilet by overdoing it. Yeah. Baldy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baldy. Oh, yeah, who's your favorite tenant among them? Who's your favorite? I think the I think the Baldy guy was the one was my favorite yeah. of all those different characters. And and also I I love Cece, you know, uh the the prostitute. Uh, yeah. she yeah, sorry, she has the character has a name. I should look it up. I, I totally forgot to write that down. Um <laughs> dang it. it. Took me a second to figure it out. Keep keep talking. I'll 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 find it. My note, by the way, about the plot resolution is Deus Ex Adultery. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> oh, that's well said. Yes. Deus Ex Adultery. Because that's what gets them out of the situation. You know, they had to do a little bribe work. They got out of the situation. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Dolores was the name of uh, Cece Cameron's character. Dolores. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Uh... I love that ultimately Carmine is in hock to this dude as well. Yes. Because Carmine kind of vouched for Shirley. So now they get this double yoke on them. Mm-hmm. And they're trying like heck to uh, make the money back just so Carmine won't get his butt beaten up. For people who are really into Carmine, he gets his shirt ripped off in this episode. So there's one of many times Eddie Mecca is shirtless in this show. So 
enjoy it. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, my note is, yay, Carmine got beat up. <laughs> God, you hate him so much. You hate him so much. I'm, so I'm coming around. I'm me. coming around. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. I was going to say that scene where the boys come in, the girls try to sell them plants is inspired. I love all the dialogue in that one. Uh, I love uh, Laverne convincing Lenny to get a plant and get a bigger one than Squiggy because they'll get taller women. Yes. Amazons. Yes. Amazons. Yes. 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 And hey, he has a thing for tall women. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She's only a tiny bit shorter than him. So there you go. (laughs) Cough, 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 cough. Six inches. The six inch height, height difference, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! I before I yeah. forget. By the way, I'm sorry to backtrack onto the CC Cameron thing, but my notes unfortunately tabbed over on this, so I didn't notice this on the page change. I got to undo pagination on this uh, this file here. Mm-hmm. Um, CC Cameron was also in Billy Jack. I believe that is the. Oh. the we're gonna come back to. We're, I'm just let me just oh, just let me just drop Billy Jack. That's come up before. It's gonna come up. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that at another yeah. episode. Yeah. But just just I'm planting that there. It's a plant. That's, yeah, that's, we've had at least four people who worked on Billy Jack work, also work on Laverne Shirley. Yeah, so. it's, we're, we're, we're getting to that. Anyway, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so we were saying, yeah, the selling the plants to the boys was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also do love Rudy, the candy gram for Mongo type. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. He sadly is not credited yeah. on IMDb or in the episode, so I don't yeah. know who that actor is. Me either. He just goes for the gusto. Mm-hmm. And he is just, you know, you believe he's the kind of guy who would tear a mailbox apart with his teeth. Yes. You absolutely believe he's that kind of guy. He is And truly, the actor goes... He's yeah. truly not a regular size Rudy. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I love that line, Carmine. I know it was Carmine. Yeah, yeah, it was Carmine had that line. Rudy ain't too crazy about the government. They deported his sister. Yeah. And jeesh. Like, we're like, yeah. He just sold this part very well. Very, very well. It's very good. Uh, I loved the line in the scene with the boys. What's about this tropical flora? Did you used to date her? <laughs> no, that was Teresa Fluka. Oh, God, that line. I <laughs> love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. Oh, beautiful. Um, by the way, uh, speaking of also the actors and little bit parts, the. Um, the John for the uh, in the, the the as in the uh, Dolores is John the man. Um, yeah. Apparently, that's a guy. It's the actor's name is Ralph James. Apparently, he played a character named Orson on Mork and Mindy. Just Orson. throw that out. Huh. Orson's a huge part of Mork and Mindy. Come in, Orson. Come in, Orson. That's that's Mork's boss, basically. He gives his reports to her. That's day. right. Yes. That's right. Or Colin Orson. Okay. Come in, Orson. Yeah, that's Orson. He did all that voiceover work for all those years. Nice. Cool. Yeah. This is ultimately a story about Shirley's high hopes. Yeah. This is her high, another one of her high hope episodes. She is going to completely get these plants sold and establish a business and become the neighborhood's florist. The flower lady of the area. And, you know, then when everything flops, 
and they barely make their money back. They make like five bucks plus the unemployment check they get. I think it was an unemployment check, right? Yep. Yeah. So thereabouts, yeah. It's like a five buck difference. She, yeah. Five buck difference. She tells Laverne that they should get a bunch of pine trees and start growing them for the Christmas season. You have a new roommate. By Christmas time, you'll have a new roommate. <laughs> and that kind of derails the train and lands the balloon. I mean, I I like I like Cheryl. Cheryl, sorry, Shirley, but she's no Aerith Gainsborough. So, nope. <laughs> sorry, it's nerd, nerd. Sorry, nerd, yeah, amazing. She's that's just pretty. Thank you. <laughs> I I am I am somewhat surprised you catch that reference, but at the same time, it makes a lot of sense because because there's a lot I think in that game you would like. Um, I love this speech that Laverne gives Shirley at the end. What about my wound never landing? I got tired of saying it. You never listen. <laughs> uh, Five bucks ain't exactly gravy, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. I just love how hard Laverne works to keep Shirley tethered, and Shirley's like, no, I will succeed. I will succeed. And, and that's also, kind of... No, no, I was, well, was going to say that I find that the interesting thing that um, when... Shirley gives her return speech about I can I'm not you know I I show that I can I could do it you know this wasn't 100 yeah. percent successful but I can and Laverne yeah. then responds oh yeah I can too you know yeah. that I felt was 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 good yeah. it showed that Shirley's yeah. hope was sort of rubbing off on her yeah there's a beautiful moment in the next episode where Laverne says I dream too I just don't talk about it in case it doesn't come true and it's really pretty. And it becomes a theme. So it's like a linear theme that's continuing throughout the seasons. We'll keep hearing it. I loved, at the very beginning of the episode, Laverne says that she saw a doctor on unemployment. And Charlie's like, I want you to think about that for a minute, Laverne. Why would a doctor be unemployed? He's so good he cured everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that line. Yeah. And, and then, I like I, I remember you commented. I have a note here. You commented on uh, Shirley's smug face. Yes, her little smug face. I love her smug face in this episode. She has a, several different smug faces, and that tickle is seeing perfect. And she's like, "I know." And Laverne's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's also a great hello gag here. Nothing so despicable as this place. Hello. It's good. It's good. Right when the boys come in, perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a. Um, I think kind of you know as we seem to be kind of winding down, you know, yeah. for the um, for the episode. Oh wait, hang on, hold up. One thing I just want to mention. This is an interesting thing about you know them being tied to the business and them. I think an interesting example of Vern still being like, I don't want to, you know, I just want to take the unemployment and you know just go on. Yeah. Um, she still goes and plays softball for shots for the for yeah. the brewery for the company. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I'll play, I'll play bad. <laughs> um, and and also I I have notes that are probably not appropriate for the show, but Laverne in those shorts. Uh, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, Mine just says legs. <laughs> I I am going to I am going to put mine in the <laughs> chat so you can. <laughs> then she says she gave him the Italian salute, which is. Just... I was about to just bring that up. Yep. And <laughs> so it's all Laverne. Anyway. Uh... There's a lot of really great little moments, like uh, 
when girls ask Lenny, what is this? He goes, it's a plant! And then he just grins because he got the answer right. <laughs> oh, boys. And then Squiggy's saying he'll take a plant so he won't have to get the next girl he's interested in drunk. Which is a continued oh. Squiggy thing. Sadly. Oh. And then, then he looks horrified at the very idea that he's going to do this, by the way. I want to know it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The other time. Oh, God. <laughs> that uh, Edna does show up briefly in this episode. Yes. Right? Very briefly. Very, very briefly. I, don't only, I only have the one note that her dress was gorgeous and I yeah. loved it. And I can't believe that was the only thing I remember. I huh. feel like that scene was chopped off. That it was completely edited for that syndication version that we get on the DVD. Because that is so abrupt. The way they see into that scene. I was going to mention the tag scene because uh, Carmine talking about how he's going to come over for dinner and uh, he said it's fine as long as Shirley's cooking. (laughs) Lillibur says, big deal, I'm good at other things. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Oh god, and that's right, and Rudy was interested and Laverne was almost kind of into it. Oh god. Yes! What kind of car does he drive? What kind of car does he... Laverne, come on. Come on, Laverne. You already have a perfect Come on, Laverne. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we gotta get naked. <laughs> um, and actually, it's, if I recall, yourself. if I have my note is, I gotta get naked. <laughs> so. <laughs> the way your mind works. I love it. Oh, boy. But, yeah. No, I, I love it. So... I think we're at the ranking stage. I think we are. Um, this was this was a bit too disjointed for me. Yeah. Even though the points I liked, I liked. Um, kind of, kind of more on the five and a half to a six. Probably, yeah. maybe it's just like a five or five and a half to be honest. Yeah, this is a five for me. This yeah. is absolutely a five for me. Uh, it's really disjointed. Um, I wrote, but the parts I did like with dialogue. I really like the opening scene. I like tag scene. Um, I enjoy the general idea of the girls running around that apartment building trying to sell those plants. Though I could have done without the uh, domestic violence joke. Mm-hmm. I could have done without, you know, the, uh, the the extremely awkward language barrier joke. Oh, the, God. Yeah. yeah. The, the, oh, God. Yes. Yes. Uh... The prostitution joke was actually funny. I'll give, that, I'll give that credit for being fun. Yeah, this is just a, a flat-out five for me. It's okay. It could be better. So it's mm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that... Uh, I think that... I covered... Are we, are we done? Are we covered? Is this a blanket I feel over us? Ah, yes. A warming blanket. A warming blanket made out of plants. Oh, no! We're in Little Shop of Horrors! Oh, no! It's a Mean oh. Green Mother from Outer Space! Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you again, everyone, then, for so much for joining us for Night After Night. And if you would like to know more, please find us on social media. We're lonely. We would love to hear from you. We would love to know what plant is your favorite plant. Do you like plants? Do you like, uh, I don't know, do you like towels? Do you like Jeffrey? Do you like us? Do you like tiny poodles? Do you use plants to try to attract your significant others, whoever they may be. <laughs> 
anyway, but we can be found on Facebook, Tumblr, Patreon, um, WordPress at a night after night pod or night after night PC on Twitter. And uh, please join us, you know, for next time. And we'll be uh, seeing you on uh, what, is, what is our next little our next little thing. I was just thinking that. Oh, oh, wow! Goodness gracious me! Is it really? Is it really that time of year again? Yes, it is. In the next episode, the decade turns, and the girls find themselves stuck in some interesting New Year's Eve dates. In Laverne's case, her heart gets shattered. In Shirley's case, she and Carmen start getting a little bit closer. That's New Year's Eve, nineteen sixty. All right. Well, that sounds like a good time. Time to ring in the new year and all the stuff. And I have no idea when this episode's actually going to be going up. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll see you next time. And I guess happy new year. I guess I don't know. Possibly. Happy New Year's. Yay! Let's end the stupid year finally. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. You can uh, you can just totally get. Mm-hmm.